Hey, what's good, people? It's your boy, Linz West, here from LZ7, and uh, you've logged on to the Only Hope podcast. Um, last Friday was uh, Good Friday, and we talked about the Easter story, and we talked about um, how much freedom came from that one weekend. And this week has been like a bit of a mad one, to be honest. And we've just uh, walked in um, off the news that the BBC has just shut down all of their services to talk about uh, the passing of Prince Philip. And... Um, Prince Philip was uh, such an icon in the royal family. And uh, and just before we even start, our, our hearts and thoughts and prayers and everything go out to the royal family, to, to everybody that's involved that, that's lost such a, a legend in um, in their family and a legend for Britain as well in representing and serving serving the nation and just big ups to the royal family right now for, for that. So um, if there's people out there that are battling with this and dealing with this, I'm sure um, there'll be uh, some resources that we can point you to that, that we can add to the podcast of bereavement and grief and all that kind of stuff. We just didn't want to kind of overrule that and, and, and put it to the side without sort of mentioning it. So we'll found you in our thoughts and prayers and, and thank you so much, Prince Philip, for your service to the country and just an amazing icon of someone that, that would put their their life before their uh, sorry their career and their life and their, their marriage over everything and um, just incredible. But today on the Only Hope podcast, I've been joined by an absolute legend. Now this guy, he is. Um, I did this bike ride like maybe I don't know six or seven years ago, and uh, I'd not really met this guy before but one thing i remember from the bike ride it was iconic it was amazing we traveled all across europe um with the a21 campaign and it was called the ride for freedom and um this guy when he used to change gear on these like super bikes that we were given would go from like 10 rpm which is like the cadence you're supposed to do on a bike and it would go to like 15,000 rpm and then he'd wobble all over the place because we we're trying to work out these bikes and these bikes were like super light super fast and and i don't think i'd ever been more petrified going 92 kilometers down a down a hill trying to chase this guy because uh, he was rapid on the downhills and he's a good lad he's from hillsong london he is going to explain himself a little bit more as well but this is dan blythe hey dan what's going on mate you good Hello, mate. Yeah, doing really well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm stuck in a, um, a hot box of emotion in the studio here because it's insulated and it's sunny, so I'm super warm, but I'm good. So, Dan, mate, um, we've obviously um, met before and uh, know each other, and there's you know like a good bit of banter history as well. But just exp- explain like where where you're from, what you do, just a little bit about where you're going, what the next steps are, and stuff. That'd be amazing. Yeah, mate. Absolutely. Uh, First, though, just want to say on the uh, on the bike trip, I remember day two. You were the first one out of all of us to stack it. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder when that was coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it you going over some like tram track or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've still got a scar, man. So I, I went over this tram track. It was in Serbia or somewhere, wasn't it? Like some weird yeah. country, not weird country, some weird um, city that. Um, had tram tracks on the roads and my bike, my wheel got caught in it and uh, I tried to pull out and I just stacked straight over the top and hit the motorway barrier with my head. Yeah. And there's a big scar down the top of my leg that bled for days. And my my Jack still says, Daddy, your wobbly bike, have you got your cut from your wobbly bike? I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the bike's fault. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those ones where you stacked it and then you're not sure whether it's like, you can laugh about it because you're not, you're right or actually you're seriously hurt. You're like, you're like Peter Griffin, weren't you, from Family Guy? Just there like, ow, ow, ow. ow. Oh, oh, yeah, I know exactly. That's exactly what it was. Oh, mate, they were good times, though, right? Yeah, yeah, great times, mate. Yeah, it really was. So, um, yeah, um, been part of Hillsong London for like you know many years now, over a decade, and been involved in um, in youth there and 
creativity and stuff like that. And just recently, this is my first week, just start working for Alpha, uh, the Alpha course. And uh, it's a real honor, really, getting to step into uh, what would be called, sounds like big title, but global youth director. So helping, I guess, uh, you know, with what Alpha course looks like for young people across the globe. And we're really, um, I guess, looking forward to answering the questions that young people are answering, so answer, wow. asking. So not just the ones that we say, this is what you want to hear, but like, let's chat about LGBTQ. Let's chat about race. Uh, let's chat about mental health and uh, you know Jesus wasn't white but why was he painted as white for so many years so I'm really looking forward to just getting into I guess uh, looking at some of these questions together and then yeah married to Charlie she works the A21 campaign anti-human trafficking organization we got a little boy called Knox who is three years old and uh, we got a little baby in the oven and I said so good times cooking come on now that's amazing so um just for for anyone out there um trying to get their head around what the alpha course is um you might have seen if you've ever had lz in, in a school or you've had an illuminate tour or anything like that um or been to a show when a young person responds um alpha course is a really really good way to for youth young people and for youth groups to kind of take someone on the journey of faith so if there's any unanswered questions and all the stuff about you know um what uh, if there's a good god why does suffering happen all those kind of questions are answered on the thing called the alpha course so if any of you guys are um thinking about it you could go to alpha.org and go and check it out and and dan is going to be running the the youth part of that aren't you mate it's yeah. gonna be amazing that's it um so on the on the um only hope podcast each week we've been talking to different people and we've been asking for their three words that has either gotten through life gotten through lockdown three things they've held on to three things that they're they're that have, have kind of been like a, a foundation for them and we're going to come to that in just a second so have a think of your three words and then we'll come back and open up on that but dan you sent me a book the other day and um I'm really intrigued by this because um, me and Lucy, sorry, that's really bad grammar. Lucy and I adopted um, two little ones of uh, mixed heritage, and um, you sent us a book called Young Cubs, which was which is incredible, and it's such a good sort of opener to ask uh, to start answering questions of skin tone and race and ethnicity. Just explain a little bit more about it and, and where that came from because it is it's amazing for anyone out there that's dealing with this stuff. It's really good. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, so I guess when we had our boy, um, we, we it all started because we wanted to put him in just plain black clothes and we couldn't find any anywhere other than having to like get it off like Depop or AliExpress and ship it in from China. So we thought, why don't we just start a clothing label for kids, streetwear, just minimal. And then, and that's what we started doing. So we, we launched the label or started designing stuff and, but we hadn't released any clothing yet or anything like that. And then um, in May, George Floyd died and um, protests were happening in London. And um, me and my wife, we were just sitting and chatting to a lot of our friends and uh, our heart just broke. I guess, you know, our heart broke because we were just aware of the systemic racism that's been taking place that we were not aware of previous to this. And, um, and we wanted to do something uh, about it, but we we're in a season of just listening and learning and we weren't, you know, we felt like we're not the ones to be, you know, being a huge voice. We're going to do everything we can, but we're not going to like, uh, we needed to learn and listen. You know, I felt like there was, I couldn't respond as quickly as I wanted to, because I needed to just listen more and understand what was going on. But then we went to the protest with um, Fum and Renee Aduka, who are good friends of ours, been friends for at least a decade. And so Fum's black, Renee's white, and so their, their kids are mixed. And um, 
when we were there and they were telling us about, uh, I guess, what it's like for fun, what it's been like for, for Zeke and Ollie, their kids. Uh, again, our hearts just broke. And we said to them, why haven't you ever told us this? And they just said, well, we never felt that we could. And so at the protest, we talked more. And then I said, maybe we could give a gift when every young Cubs, I guess, item is purchased, a free gift. And uh, and that's what we did. So Renee and Fum, they wrote this book all about, you know, racism uh, for kids to read with their parents. So at grassroots level, they can start to be aware of the racism that has existed. So hopefully uh, it um, young people and kids are aware of it and then they can start really being the ones who change culture. And so right now, there is so much racism that still exists, but my heart and my hope is that in 10, 20 years time, it will be a completely different culture completely different nation that we live in you know wow that's incredible man that's amazing I love it and and Jack um, is uh, both our kids are, are mixed Irish uh, Jamaican and um, not they're not uh, biologically related but they they definitely have that um, that feel to them that that they uh, could come from the same the same um, family um jack was once uh we were messing around and this is this is kind of like a, a little sort of story that we had when when uh, we were playing around and we had astroturf in our garden and we're doing these things these bundles so we're bundling about and um uh, we just in our family just had a miscarriage and uh and i'd said to to jack i was trying to explain it to him while we're bundling and i said you know you know when auntie um Auntie Sophie had miscarriage and, and the little one didn't make it and we had to do a little funeral for them. Do you remember that? And she, he said, yeah. And I said, so so mummy had that happen to her a few times. So basically you had to be cooked in someone else's tummy before you came to us, to to, the, to your forever family. So we don't really call it adopted. We call it we call it chosen, Dan. So D D Jack's our little chosen one, right? And uh, and I said, so the lady who whose tummy you had to be cooked in had dark skin. And he can see his brain. He's like, his, his tongue does this. And he's trying to work out what I'm doing. He's looking me in the eyes and he's got me in like a grip lock. And he says, so, I see, so he says, that's why I've got brown skin. And I said, yeah, that's why you've got brown skin. And he looks at me straight in the eyes. He goes, why are you orange? He goes, grandma's not orange. And I was like, <laughs> his little mind is just trying to work out how skin tone works and how everything kind of comes together. And he was like, grandma's not orange. You're orange. What's going on? And I was like, oh, what? So, mate, these little formation things, like books yeah. like Young Cubs, and the way that you've you've portrayed the stories, and the way that you're that you're bringing out this stuff, and and I love the fact I didn't even know that you donated with every sale something back to to the guys um, that wrote it. I mean, that's that's incredible. So, how would anyone who's out there listening? How would they get hold of your stuff? How can they order? Is there links? Is there something else for it? Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, um, they don't get money. What happens is the book, we couldn't create this book to make money. So this book is a free gift. Uh, so with every Young Cubs purchase, they get they get the book free. And we will never uh, sell this book because uh, the last thing we want to do is make... And, and to be honest with you, yeah, Young Cubs hasn't even... It hasn't made profit. You know, even like, So we do the hats and everything. But because the, the book costs a certain amount, we haven't even reached that amount yet. But we kind of love it because... I guess the books become more important than the brand and the clothing. And so we're, we, we just, we just love it. It's like a passion project, but yeah, if anyone wants to find out more, just head to youngcubs.com and uh, we've just got these hats out at the moment. And, um, and then uh, we're bringing out the first capsule, hopefully uh, end of the summer. No, I love it. When the cap turned up, it was like, I was getting something from, from uh, Fear of God like it was all well done and it was so it had it had your name all over it Dan like just well presented really creative like properly properly cool 
and then and then the book to boot as well. So go and check that out, youngcubs.com, because that would be incredible if you guys could support this this movement um, to educate our young people that are coming through on uh, some of the systemic racism, racism, but also how perhaps young people in the future can become part of change instead of part of the problem. Um, so Dan, these three little words. Um, we've had other people on that have talked about fitness, Netflix and chocolate. We've had people that have been deep and spiritual. We've had people that have been really not spiritual. And they've just held on to these words in this like weird moment in lockdown, whether it's lockdown or life. Let's go with your word number one and why you've chosen that word. Yeah, man. Um, I love this concept, by the way. I mean, I think it's, I think it's cool. I like it. Um, yes, yeah, so the first one was humility. And um, the, the reason is because, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a cancel culture right now. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the cancel culture. Like I'm, I'm all about um, truth coming to the surface, but then us to be able to help restore, help, um, you know, I guess um, things move, move forward. I'm all about second chances and grace. Cause I know we're all, we all fail. So, so I'm not for the cancel culture. Um, and, but having said that when stuff gets pointed out, um, and individuals are so prideful uh, that they do not listen and they do not learn and they do not change, but they just stay set in their ways. Um, that breaks my heart because it's mm. an opportunity for change, for good change, uh, and and pride stops people from accessing that change. So I think in this current season, humility is key. And if someone was trying to cancel me, I think my initial reaction would be, well, why are they trying to cancel me? And what have I said? Uh, and, and what has been misinterpreted? And I just... If you always come from a place of humility where you just want to understand what's really going on, and then if you do do something which is not right because maybe you just you're just naive, and then you come from a place of humility where you're like, I'm sorry, I fully got that wrong. I really stuffed up, um, but I really want to change and see see a different way of moving forward. I think people have got a lot of grace for that. People have got a lot of um, excitement for that. But I think when when we have pride rather than humility. I think it's it's uh, it's it's a thing which really uh, causes us to 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 hit a ceiling in our life moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humility is such a is such a tough word. As soon as you said it, my face kind of went ooh. I was like whoa, because it's it's such a challenge, isn't it? And I, I don't know whether people on the just listening to this and I, you know I was just listening to you then, Dan. I'm I'm like oh God, please help me be just that little bit more humble. You know, don't 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 let me be the prideful guy that thinks I'm all that and you know thinks that that I'm ten men when actually underneath the surface, you know, I'm just a broken shell and an individual that actually needs a little bit of healing. And the humility comes in that, doesn't it? You know, humility is about kind of asking for help and at the same time also taking the kind of lower road and saying, actually, what can I do to help you and what can I do to to, to change this and what can I do to to maybe be a kinder person, nicer person, just the basics, you know, and I, f- I forget that that sometimes is is just the key, is to tell myself, can I be the kindest bloke on the planet today? That's that's, that's kind of taking the low road, isn't it? And it's, but actually, but the kindness will kill everything. And you're right, mate, humility is heavy, it's hard, it's really difficult. Right, word number two, go for it. Is uh, authenticity. And, uh, you know, kind of, kind of links on from, from humility. Um, but I think again, uh, to today, um, you know, with the young people that I chat to, uh, you know, like, I guess there has been so much put out of, uh, perfection and even on social media, obviously we all just show our, our highlights, like my social media, my Instagram, I never put my, my lowlights and I'm, I'm not going to, I just want to tell everyone that it is only my highlights. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, but what I want to, what I want to do is just 
remain authentic. And I guess authenticity and integrity, they kind of go hand in hand. They say integrity is who you are when no one is looking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I guess what really causes disillusionment, what really causes confusion is when somebody is acting one way on the platform, saying a lot of things in the spotlight, but then acting a complete different way in the private. Uh, and I just think, you know, right now, even, uh, you know, employers, they're looking for employees who are authentic, who are people of the word, who will act the same in different environments, not like chameleons always changing to fit into the environment, but they're the same person everywhere they go. And so I think authenticity is key. Great. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Um, we have a, a little saying with the with the LZ guys and um, and the new bands coming through is that your off stage has got to match your on stage and your on stage has got to match your off stage. And it's it's not that you know if you get up and you and you, and you speak or you 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 preach or you, you share a good word or you do a show or whatever, that's that's authentically an expression of of you. And the the off stage is so. For example, you know some people would say, "Oh, Linz, you know you're like you're." you're like a mad evangelist and I'm like yeah man I love telling people about Jesus I think it's worth it's worth it and you know am I just doing that on stage or am I going up to people in the street and saying oh yeah, do you know what God's got a plan for your life he's up for you you know in, I have the weirdest um, conversations in the sauna at the gym because someone will come up and, or we'll end up chatting and I'll find out I'm churchy they're churchy and then I'm thinking oh man I need to watch what I'm saying here because my off stage really needs to match my on stage if that's what I'm saying that I do and I think authenticity is key man and, and young people there's a, a, a survey that was out recently they did 30,000 young people and uh, they said what are you looking for in, in a role it's like a Mori poll they said what are you looking for in a role model um, a, a kind of like someone you look up to or an Instagram influencer or someone like what are you looking at what are you looking for 82% came back saying just want them to be authentic yep. just want them to be them I don't, I, I don't want to look up to someone that's doing something that's plastic, that's not what they are. I just want them to, to be them. Now, that, that doesn't necessarily mean they need to see their low lives or low lights, does it? It just means that if their highlights are authentically who they are, and that's what's shown on Instagram, people people want to follow that and they want to be a part of that. So it's great, man. You've done a lot of thought in this. This is good. No, I mean, um, this is, um, you know, just things, you know, that come into my head. But, mate, I would say out of those days that we spent together on the on the bike ride, because you were, you, were, you were performing and speaking while we we're doing that as well. Like, you are someone who I would say is the same on and off the platform. The way you would, like, rally the whole, all the riders, like, encourage them, tell them to keep going. And, uh, and then you get on the platform. So, you know, I think it's nice chatting to you about that, mate, because I would say you are someone who is a model that well. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I kind of, um, I feel like if if I was an 11-year-old kid watching a band that came into my school, that's what I'd want them to be. Yeah. Exactly the same all the way through. And I'd believe it. It becomes believable then because it's it's something that's impacted their life and I'd want a bit of it, I guess. I guess that's, and maybe that's something to do with a bit of the hype as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Colin, word number three. Uh, is courage. Uh, obviously, like we know, like fear is uh, so uh, prevalent at the moment, and um, you know it's just affecting uh, fear. It's just affecting a lot of young people's mental health. Um, but I really believe it's uh, fear is a choice, and uh, you can choose to run away from it, or you can choose to face it. And uh, and I, I just you know I guess want to encourage any young person, person watching it, like uh, you know the fear that we uh, we allow in our minds is actually our choice, and we can actually overcome fear. And uh, doesn't mean to say that we're going to live lives without fear, because there's always new fears that's the thing about fear you you overcome one fear and then you just got another fear um but for me as a christian you know i, I believe like as christians we're meant to like reign in life and that word reign might sound a little bit weird it's not about um 
um, hierarchy or mm. uh, reigning a life. It's just about like living the life that Jesus, you know, I guess wanted us to live, which is one full of courage and boldness and confidence, not having fear and worry and anxiety. And so, uh, you know, I, you know, I really think that courage is um, such an important, uh, you know, word. And if you, if you feel like you lack courage, uh, don't feel like you have to lack courage for the rest of your life. Like you can have a choice. And I know Linz has spoken a lot about overcoming fear and there's a lot of different ways that you can actually start this journey of living a, a life, you know, without fear. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I remember the, um, the, the first time that we stepped on stage at the, um, Manchester arena, we were playing a festival called Festival of Praise. And, um, you kind of look left uh, from the, from the stage. You can see where, where the bomb went off, where the, you know, 22 people lost their, lost their lives. And it, and it was, it was so impactful, like this feeling of fear, like dread. I went, whoa. And like, I felt myself not convulsed, but just, oh, I've really felt this, overwhelming sense of I'm a bit scared now and I remember on the day after the the Manchester bomb people running through the streets and they were running away from the the main shopping sort of precinct area saying oh there's an empty bag there's an empty bag and they were just running scared and we, t- we, t- we talk a lot about this in school just about how you know the bible says that perfect love casts out all fear Yep. Like when you know that you're loved, when you know there's a there's a love of something so much, someone so much bigger than our present circumstance that loves you for being you, it's not that fear disappears, it's just that you don't live scared of fear. That's it. So I, I, I'm, I don't really like take off on a plane, but I have to do it. And do I live scared of it? No, but I don't really like it. Like I'm still, I'm still, my palms sweat and I still have to suck on a sweet just to stop my ears popping because I don't like the shake and all that kind of stuff. But I don't live scared of it because there's, there's something overarching that's so much bigger than that. And that's, that's a really easy thing to say because I've been a Christian a few years, but for anyone out there that's really battling with this kind of stuff or dealing with, with fear, there's, there's lots of little um, acronyms you can see like fear, if you spell it out, false evidence appearing real, um, is that it, there is, there is obviously a fear of a spider that comes in the room, but I, you don't live scared of the fear because there's some, there's something. So you're accepted by someone. You're, you're, you're a part of a family of someone, and that's what, for me, being a Christian is, is that understanding that God's love overarchs everything. So whether that's my fear, my courage, my confidence, the good, the bad, the black, the white, the ugly, the whatever, just it covers every single part of an aspect of my life. And I just thought, just in this moment, Dan, I'll ask you to pray in just a second for, for anyone that's dealing with it. But if there is anyone out there that's that's listened to those three words and you're thinking, do you know what? Oh man, I would love to take on a little bit of humility. I would love to understand what it is to be authentic. I'd love to understand what it is to to have integrity and I'd love to to live fearless with with courage. Then maybe this moment is for you just on the podcast just to take a second and just think, you know what? What could I do to to be that person? What could I what could I say or what could I tell myself or what prayer could I pray that that could allow God to kind of take over? and and reveal this stuff in me so just while we're we're listening to the song just for a second just take that moment to pause and reflect think about it and whether it's something you want to do and then and then dan's going to pray and then we'll bring the podcast to a close so let's just listen for a second
this moment is is a is a a good moment in time where you know you've seen Easter and we're starting to come out of lockdown and, and things are changing and things are opening up and there's lots of mental health things that are going on and I'm appointing you to a resource that could really help you with some of your mental health stuff in a second but just wanted to take this moment to to pray for anyone out there that's going through this stuff that's finding it difficult that maybe maybe you're on the verge of giving up on life maybe um, some of the, the the cutting stuff we've been talking about has really been affecting you maybe some of the race stuff is is really having an negative effect on your life and maybe you just want to overcome this fear with a bit of love but it comes with a choice and it comes with a question where you say you answer the question and say yes and putting Jesus in the driving seat of your life and saying do you know what if you, you come in and sit in the the roller coaster sit next to me for the journey be with me for the journey even when the roller coaster breaks down that you're with me doing life with Jesus rather than without him is that first step a step of overcoming fear so if you want to do that I'm just going to count to three and then I'm going to get down to pray for us so number one, if, if, if this is your decision to say yes, then in your heart, just say yes. So number two, Jesus died on the cross so you can have life and, and he did it out of love and he did it because he thinks you're worth it, like you're worth everything to him. And number three, if you want to say yes to him, just say yes really quietly in your heart right now. And then we're going to pray. And, and Dan, if you just pray just for people who are overcoming fear, saying yes to Jesus, and then we'll say amen and then we'll explain where people can go from there. So, Dan, take it away, mate. Yeah, Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you uh, for this opportunity, this podcast, just to um, just to chat. And uh, Lord, I thank you for every single person who's listened. Lord, I, I thank you that uh, it's not coincidence, but you've actually ordained this very moment so that uh, we could actually hear what it means to uh, encounter you, to experience you, and to live the life that you called us to live. So I pray for all fear to disappear, whether it's a fear of failure, fear of ridicule, fear of rejection, fear of death, fear of loneliness, uh, whatever the fears may be consuming our minds right now, Lord, I pray that they all leave and will be will be replaced with boldness and courage and a confidence in you, Father God. I pray that we'll not doubt um, that you love us. And I pray that more than anything right now, that every single person will just get a fresh revelation of just how great your love is, your perfect love, because that's the thing that conquers all fear. We thank you. We love you. Amen. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, that might have been, or you listened to that prayer, that might have been the first time you've ever experienced anything like that. Basically, what Dan did there was he he just chucked out a load of words that were on his heart that he was, he was praying, praying to God and saying, God, have a listen and come and help me. So maybe if you've prayed that prayer, Go to www.theaapass.com. Have a check out of what's on there because it's your first steps of understanding the faith over fear stuff and, and, and understanding that God's in the driving seat of your life. And also, maybe go and check out Alpha. It's www.alpha.org. Go and check it out. There's Youth Alpha on there as well. Go and have a look. Go and have a watch. Go and see what's on. And then communicate with us. Like, Let us know on Instagram. Send us a DM. Our DMs are open. Send us a DM. Let us know what's been going on. Let us know what, what you've been thinking about and, and, and praying about and maybe what God has been doing in your life or maybe you're just asking those first questions that's an opportunity for you guys there's also a resource that we've got for anyone that's dealing with any mental health stuff right now if you go to impossible.uk.com it's a play on the word impossible so go to impossible.uk.com there's a 10 step self-help course it's completely anonymous it's us guys in LZ7 and it throws you and links you to resources that could really help like Childline the Samaritans and the Lily Joe project that could really help you with some of the stuff that you practically that you're battling with as we go through this kind of weird moment in time um 
the podcast is called Hope. Hope is sure that something good is going to happen around the corner. When you couple hope, as in sign language, it's like a fist that comes out of your chest. When you couple hope with another fist, which is faith, you truly become a game changer. Thank you so much for listening to this. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Put those two things together and trust me, you change the game, not only in your life, but you also become a game changer in other people's. Thanks so much for listening. Next Friday, we've got Illuminate Live coming up. We've got the launch of Saints Brand new single they're going to be doing a set as well we've got an lz7 dj set ha- happening if you go to illuminateyourcity.com forward slash live stream you can watch for absolutely free we'll be busting out some absolute belters for you it's going to be a right good time so invite someone share the stream we'll be back with the podcast next week with another guest this has been Linz west and dan blythe say goodbye dan see you guys take care nice one peace out see you again soon